Everybody's looking at Oh, me. Brewmeister, <laughs> guide us. Should I start it off with opening the you, first root beer? Yes. Okay, we have a Thomas Kemper root beer made with pure Northwestern honey. It's naturally caffeine-free and made with cane sugar. Isn't there some type of uh, root beer intro we need to... Well, normally there is. And what's happening is is that there's a crowd. Of, it sounds like a classroom that's buzzing behind us. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You oh, can. fantastic. The magic of, uh, the magic of post-production. I'll start it off with a nice root beer opening scene. Oh, well played, Kyle. That's terrible. It's kind of hard next to my no excuses. You are listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and, well, all the root beer that you might enjoy. The best part about beer school is, oh, Motor's not here. This is his cue. He's supposed to say the homework. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Motor says the homework. <laughs> the drinking. Who's going to pretend to be Motor? <laughs> I'll look at my Motor glass. The best part about beer school is the homework. The- no, more, more enthusiastic than that. The homework. Oh, baby. yeah, homework, baby. Yeah. I love it. So if that's not reason enough to listen and participate in the show, I don't know what is. Well, I like the root beer uh, theme today because you have two underage drinkers yeah. and someone who doesn't drink at all. Well, So there you have it. There you have it. And uh, there's going to be a fifth person joining us in a little while. He's stuck on the 280 traveling north at 90 miles an hour. So he'll – Hopefully he'll, without – Open container. <laughs> exactly. And he's a root beer aficionado, so uh, I invited him to be here as well. So that's Kenji from another show that you might might know. So, um, Kyle, are you going to share you, some of that or what? Uh, if, you're gonna, if you're going to open it, you got to pour it. So a couple of things that I want to talk about because, these, because uh, our friends here don't know uh, the format of the show. And that's why I'm going to read some stuff from the syllabus. The, thing, the show we did a long time ago that defines what beer school is. And um, one of the things is that... Well, they're not leaving me any. This is not really very fair. <sighs> they're kids. They don't know how it's supposed to work. Do you want me to leave you some too, John? Just a little bit. Now, I'm sure there's another bottle of it in the, in the cold. There it is. Right there. All right. So, All right. We'll crack a new one for you. So, <laughs> so one of the rules of... One of the, the things of the syllabus is... Um, Perfect. How do you know if you don't try? So there's all these there's all these root beers on the shelf. So you know you don't just pick up A and W root beer just because it's on sale. It's no bueno. Well, it may be somebody's favorite root beer. You don't know. And oh wow, that smells awesome. It really is delicious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just Did got, anybody bring any ice cream for? I just root got beer a nose from that. I didn't bring ice cream. We they didn't have it at our store. We went to the Bevmo. And they had a nice selection of root beer, but no ice cream. No more. Wow, that's extraordinary. Bevno's a no-go. That is extraordinary. What a flavor. So one of the things that when you're when you're evaluating, uh, when you're talking about uh, something that you're drinking, there's there's some parts to it. The very first thing is what it smells like. So you get your you get your nose right in there. Take a big old pull off of it and you're going to get a bunch of different things right right away and i smell honey and i smell licorice 
licorice. Some licorice there. going on. This is the sugar cane soda, the Thomas Kemper. Yeah, and then there has the the pure Northwest honey. There's a, and then I, right off, I get some vanilla when I taste it. So there's lots, there's lots of things going on in this. It's not just it's hard to pinpoint one element. Sure. And I have, uh, hopefully, not too many calories. 160 calories. In it's this about like beer. Ounce. It's about like a typical IPA or or uh, um, stout beer. So this wonderfully rich and complex root beer was first brewed for our company Oktoberfest back in 1990. Interesting. Hasn't been around very long. Most of the breweries also make a soda because they already have the bottling production. They already have the labels. They already have the fermenter. They already have a way of – they're already making – you know, trucking in CO2. So it's just a jump to make a soda. This one we're currently drinking is the Thomas Kemper root beer. Where's Thomas Kemper? Where is it located? It's on the bottle. Uh, Portland, Oregon. Good old Portland, Oregon. We were just there two, three weeks ago for the Portland Brewers Festival. Yeah, did Beer School have a a booth there or anything? We um, shared a booth with the Brewing Network. Nice. And so it was pretty fun. We got to meet a lot of our listeners and hang out with a lot of people, uh, brewers and uh, beer journalists, I guess, if that's the way to describe it. And... Uh, it was really fun to to be recognized as you know walking around saying, "Hey, that's the beer school guy." <laughs> right, and then was it downtown? Portland? It's downtown on the waterfront. Nice. So you can take a trolley there. You don't have to drive home. And uh, then you have the gateway to all the rest of Portland, all the different things to to go try and and uh, and and experience. So I can't say that I've actually had Thomas Kemper beer, or beer, not as opposed to the root beer. So. Is there such a thing as Thomas Kemper beer beer? I don't think so. I think that it's only, only a root beer. beer. I mean a root beer. Well, I think they have other sodas that I Yeah, think they have so. other sodas. Right. Um, wow, that's really – I'm saying I can't get over how good that, that, that this, this, this Wait, first one is. you try that Virgil's, you'll change okay. your mind. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really <laughs> partial to dads myself. So we we'll have get one. To dads, we got so. one of those. There's one in the uh, – in the cooler down there, we have a the, bunch of varieties. Yeah, we we went and uh, and uh, Kyle, who is over there, right here, to your right, to my right, and Jordan, who's sitting across from me with the the rope that looks like it's about to go around me. It may <laughs> by the end of this, because you're going to be all hyped up on caffeine and review. <laughs> Actually, there's no caffeine in it. It's mostly just sugar. Okay. All right, so um, well, that was our. I'm talking about root beer because, for one, sometimes when beer drinkers get tired of beer, if you can ever get tired of beer, um, or they go on a reverse bender, which is which is like I don't want to drink beer anymore because I've been at too many festivals and I'm or a hiatus altogether, or a hiatus altogether, and so you want something that's. As complex and as interesting to drink as what you're as what you're leaving. Well, you know, you need to have a show on non-alcoholic beer. We've been talking about doing that, and um, it turns out that my friend Courtney is she calls herself an expert 
on it. Oh, in the non-alcoholic world. In the non-alcoholic world. So she's, she's uh, said that she will be very glad to, to uh, guide us through the yeah. weird, the weird beer, as it were. Yeah, I'm partial to the St. Pauli girl. Okay, non-alcoholic. So she says she's tried them all. Well, when someone tries to pawn off O'Doul's, I, I get a little <laughs> concerned. <laughs> well, it's it's great in a marketing sense because they actually do have a non-alcoholic beer on the shelf next to all the other beers. Like if there's going to be one, right? It's going to be O'Doul's. At least from my non-trained marketing eye. <laughs> I have a question. Is there burping allowed on the show? You can burp on the right show. Into the microphone? No, don't okay. burp right into the microphone. That's not cool. Because we're drinking a lot of root beer, so there's going to be some That's gas true. coming up. Yeah, there has to be gas. So one of the things that I've noticed about in researching the, the root beer show was that there's a lot of root beers... There's a lot of soda companies that make a soda, but their root beer will be made with with cane sugar. Oh, interesting. So they'll they'll use the high fructose corn syrup or the other adjunct sugar or um, uh, sweeteners, but they will use cane sugar for the root beer. Well, this first one, Thomas Kemper has the cane sugar, North a, Northwest honey. Yeah, it's the high class. So. I think it's the honey that's really the flavor that's really jumping. All right, so that one's done. Yeah, I need. I think we need to bust out some more. Yeah. Okay, this is we'll do Let's Virgil's say Virgil's last. for for later. For Kyle's favorite. This is Henry Weinhardt's root beer. Henry Weinhardt's is a is a brewery that got sold to. And I'm drawing a blank on who they got sold to, but it doesn't matter. Um, and. But what happened was is that the that the name Henry Weinhardt got to stick around. So they, um, even though it's part of a bigger conglomerate, the beer is made by. It's okay. That's Sorry. there's uh there's things that'll pick that up. There's the beer is made by Full Sail Brewing, and this got trucked off to some other company to to continue the soda. Yeah, I used to drink Henry Weinhardt's the actual beer when I was in college back in the mid quite good. mid eighties. This one is gourmet soda drought drought style head. Yep. Let's well you ahead. can definitely smell a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Kenji's here. Hello. Hey Kenji. So the first thing I'm picking up is that the nose is not as big as the Thomas Kemper. But let's see if we can fix that. That is a different taste. That's really different. It's very, very different. It's a lot more subtle in the nose. I'm not liking this one. Ugh. Okay. I know why. It's really sweet in the beginning. It's got that pucker sweet. Yeah, all, all I know is that... Uh, I want my Thomas Kemper back. <laughs> I shouldn't have poured so much into my glass. So um, that glass in the middle can be the dump. There's no reason why you have to finish it if you don't like it. Thank God. No, it's just one of the it's just one of the rules of the of the show. Use the one that bigger glass there. This is made in Fort Worth, Texas. 
This Henry Weinhardt. It used to be made in Oregon. Can I see the bottle, please? Sure. Thank you. Kyle, what do you think of this beer? Uh, root beer. Um, <laughs> I think it is not as good as a Thomas Kemper. It's okay. Um, I don't think it has that root beery taste, if you know what I mean. The sure. Yeah, I mean, the first one, really, you wanted to put ice cream in there and really yeah. go to town, right? I mean, this one, did, I didn't get that feeling at all. Um, so a couple of things. The first difference is that the it's high fructose corn syrup and not cane sugar. Big difference. So that's one of the big flavors that you're going to taste. Now, I've, I will say that from a, sh- from a sweetening point of view, there shouldn't be any difference between, between the two. There shouldn't be because it's the same caloric amount from, from, you know, gram for gram, sweetener for sweetener. I mean, it's the same amounts based on weight and, uh, and that. But I'm in huge trouble now. I'm not supposed to have high fructose corn syrup at all. At all? <laughs> well, low, low portions of it. Okay. It's a good thing Kim's gone. Oh, she would be, <laughs> she would be yelling at me. So anyway, right. um, the other thing is uh, caramel colors, vanilla extract. Nothing wrong with extract, but using real vanilla will always help help the cause. Um, natural and artificial flavors. Unknown what they are. Phosphoric acid, sodium bezonate, which is a freshness preservative and honey essence, and uh, sassafras think, extract. I think they needed a little more of the of the. The stuff that made it fresh. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's not horrible. It's just that it's not. That's not Thomas Kemper. Yeah. There's other beers that cost. Okay, that so I'm going to save my palate. This one's an old traditional recipe. It says. Yeah, but how could it be an old traditional recipe the if the if the uh, sweeteners, HFC, HFC, here dump that in there for That's me, sir. Sure, I guess right. All right, let's go to our next root beer. And we're off. She get Kenji. This one is called Dad's Old Fashioned Root Beer. Cool. Bring on the dads. Bring on the dads. Do we dads. have one bottle of that? We just got one. There's only one bottle of this, so don't be aggressive in your pouring. The fun thing about doing root beer tasting is that you can do it with everybody. The whole family, all the kids, the Boy Scout troop, the... Uh, The olive, the olive, everyone, which makes it pretty fun. And this unlike, one smells really sweet. It cool. smells sweet. We have some left for our other guest. Okay, so this is a this is the the head of a, the root beer that I would expect. It's got a bunch of you know it's pretty thick. It's got a bunch of bubbles going on. <laughs> that one's also very different. All these are All blurry. three have been very different. Yeah. There's something different in there than the other Is few. it me or do I like taste a hint of mint? Probably. There might be wintergreen. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the ingredients that we're finding uh that's used. Wintergreen. Um what is the Kenji's other? shaking his head? Yes, wintergreen. Citric acid. Citric acid. That will make it taste like mint. That's part of the bite. 
Pull up a chair, sir. Okay, so this, the dad's, has got a really creamy texture to it. Like yeah, no when doubt. in the in the uh, the mouth feel, it's just it's creamy. Actually, the better way to describe it would be smooth. What do you think? You get that? Yeah, it's more than the Henry Weinhardt's, but I think I like the Wen- Wen- Henry Weinhardt's better than this one. You like the Henry's better than this? Yeah, but the Thomas Kemper is overpowering, right? I'm gonna have to say that I like the Dad's better than the than the Henry's. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. I agree. Actually, I like the bite of Dad's initially better. Uh, to me, uh, Henry Weinhardt's doesn't have that same bite almost in some ways. Yeah, it almost seems. Well, I remember this. They may have reformulated. They may have redone the recipe. But I remember Henry's being really good, like something that I used to seek out. Well, see, I used to drink it back in college all okay. the time. Yeah, so, so wait, wait, time reference. Time reference. <laughs> Set the Wayback Machine to 1990. And, oh. uh, the height of Henry Weinhardt. The height of Thomas Kemper and Henry Weinhardt. Right. So I don't know if you talked about it, but Thomas Kemper's originally was sugar, like it is now. Yeah. But when they were bought out, they went to corn syrup, as did Henry Weinhardt's. Mm-hmm. Both were originally cane sugar and then moved to corn syrup. Now, Thomas Kemper luckily has now come back to the cane sugar. Yeah, they sugar. boomeranged. They said, ugh. We'll pay well actually from a from an organic point of view, which is you know kind of all the rage within this area, the left coast and and lots of other parts of the world the the belief the myth is that cane sugar is better for you than corn syrup well hydrogenated corn syrup well hard right partially well exactly or high fructose corn syrup high fructose corn syrup. Although I do have a bunch of pieces of paper here in defense of HF's. High fructose corn syrup is bad for you. Don't use it. It makes it taste. Yeah, don't listen to John. John, no. No, no. It's, no the pre- <laughs> Go away from the light, it was John. The press. Go away from the light. It was the press release that, there, that was there. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give him and equal time. who released that press release? I don't know. So are, you gonna, are you going to give us any. Association. Uh, <laughs> the pictures are all there. Are you going to give us any history of the sarsaparilla? Ah, yeah, I have a sassafras, you mean. Sioux City sarsaparilla root beer right here. Yeah. Have okay. You, have you talked about sassafras? Not yet. We just started. Uh, you, we just got into the tasting part, and we were talking about some of the uh, the rules of beer school, which are you don't have to like this, mm-hmm. and I don't have to like what you like, and you don't have to like what I like. Um, how do you know if you don't try? Uh, uh, what do we know about root beer anyway? What? Make sure, you, make sure you do your homework. Yes. That's the big rule. Um, wow, the dad's is actually quite... Um, can I see the bottle, wherever it ended up? That's, uh, yeah, there it is. The label hasn't changed. It looks exactly like I remember it from when I was a kid. Um, it has cane sugar. Yeah. Caramel dad's. color, sodium... Uh, citric acid, natural, and artificial flavors. So they're not letting on what they're what they're using for the for the flavoring, and I think that's what the the thing that we're going huh, about. See, the thing about Henry Weinhardt's anymore to me 
it has almost more of a general vanilla flavor to it. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have the same old flavor that I remember when I first started drinking it. It's very vanilla-y. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, well, it's not smooth, right? It's got a almost a rough feel to it. Right. It's carbonation, whereas Dad's, I think, has an initial bite, and yeah. the bite goes away very quickly. Yep. Henry Weinhardt's has a carbonation bite that stays there longer on your tongue. So Crazy. Keep them coming, Kyle. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, keep them coming. Okay, so we have a sarsaparilla, the Sioux City sarsaparilla. Sioux City sarsaparilla. sarsaparilla. Is it that from Sioux City, Iowa, or Sioux City, Nebraska? I will check. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a difference. This is bottled in Whitestone, New York. <laughs> so. Sioux City from White Hill. <laughs> Has nothing to do with this. So root beer was was the product or the idea of a guy named Charles Elmer Hires, and so Hires is a root beer that I've remembered forever, Hires like since beer. I was like a little tiny kid, um, and it was something that, uh, yeah, that glass will work. Um, it was something that it was always around, like oh yeah, Hires root beer, but I didn't know that it was the original root beer the original yeah. Hires root beer so this guy is really quite an interesting person he he decided that he didn't want to be on his pursue the family business so from the age of 12 he escaped to the local drugstore and he was the running boy he was the he was the stock kid he did whatever he needed to do um, to to learn that and and then learn that business by the time he was 16, it was off to Philadelphia where he did the same kind of job, worked as a, at a pharmacy, saved money, and then got his degree from the local pharmacy college. Keep in mind, this is, um, this is, uh, would have been 18, 1870, 1870 to 1880, that era of time. Um, there don't, there's not a lot of medicine that's known. It's all kind of hit and miss it's up to the it's up to the pharmacist to grind things and prepare it so the part of the training and this is actually pretty cool is that they are smelling and tasting things to make sure that that stuff is right so it's no surprise that when this guy sets out to make a soda um, an elixir that he discovers this this plant well, what's interesting about that time frame as well is you look at Coca-Cola. A lot of the other sodas were not originally designed as soft drinks. They right. were designed as elixirs, right. as, as tonics, things like that. Exactly. So these things were supposed to cure people. So um, there was that. So the, the one of the rumors is, is that he discovered this on his honeymoon with his rich wife um, when they were off – Somewhere else in the world, specifically, does, where's my notes say? Uh, they were in New Jersey. It's quite a destination. <laughs> they were in New Jersey. Well, from Philadelphia, New Jersey is quite a destination in the in the turn of the century. Sure thing. So off he goes, uh, discovers this, and then uh, figures out that these flavors are are need you know a little bit of tweaking and a little bit of sugar and a little bit of that, and then there's root beer. So originally it wasn't called root beer. It was supposed to be called uh, root tea. 
Root T. And then so when did it? Tea? When did the SARS Sarsaparilla? Well, Sarsaparilla. Remember the play? Wow, that really tastes like it's about a million years old. Yeah, this is the yeah. granddaddy of all root beers. That's this one. Good. It has rich flavor. It's a it's big very... cake Sorry, I was. No, I'm going to stop storytelling just for a second to really enjoy that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really very good. But the thing is, sarsaparilla and sassafras are different roots. Yes, they are. Different plants and are used differently in the beverages. Right. They're And I don't have the recipes in front of me to to remember where this is, but generally the the sarsaparilla Give me a sarsaparilla dirty glass. <laughs> you know, that that's the uh that's my that's so not Daffy Duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but anyway, the the, the the sarsaparilla was found to cause cancer in rats. Actually sassafras. Excuse me. Sassafras was found to cause cancer in rats. Which uh well actually cancer and also liver damage. And it was banned by the FDA in nineteen sixty. Yep. So um, traditional root beer cannot be made as it once was. In fact, if you go to a store today and you try to buy sassafras bark, most of, they have to put on the, the not canister. For, not for not, human consumption. Not for human consumption, for external use only. And most places won't even sell it because they're afraid of the, the FDA ban, actually. Sure. And well, and people th- going home and giving that to their rats. Yes. <laughs> them off. The yes. thing is that if you made a batch of root beer using, using sassafras, Using the old traditional methods, the amount that you're exposing yourself to is fairly low, mm-hmm. if you can even get it right to begin with. Because evidently the people that uh, in evidently the people that have been trying to make root beer from the old traditional parts come up with things that you know they're like, oh, this tastes horrible. This is not good. Yeah. Well, and. Alternatively, what's now been used in, by some uh, manufacturers for root beer is acacia, actually. So they take mm. acacia bark and they that use was that. was in um, one of these. I think probably Thomas Kemper's. Yeah. Let me just check. It does. I saw that as one of the words. So the other thing that's interesting about this is the uh, label. So the label has a cowboy heading into a saloon, kind of through the swinging doors. So that one should at least be made like in a cowboy area that's made in <laughs> New York. Right. And then going back to the Weinharts, the Weinharts looks, you know, almost identical to what the what the Weinharts beer, the actual beer logo would look like. And the Kemper looks like you know, you would something you would buy some kind of any kind of soda that you would buy in the store. It's a trendy soda label. <laughs> like a small um, independent trendy soda label. So I'm gonna finish up the higher story. The guy sold a box of Hire's root beer mix as um, – here's the mix. And they sold it to soda fountains and to, specifically to housewives. And in order to make, to make root beer, you basically mixed water, sugar, and yeast. You brewed and it in essence. You brewed it in essence, right? And um, just like beer, it, it takes about two to three days for the yeast to do their thing. They'll die off, uh, and then you have ready-to-go root beer, naturally carbonated. Well, and the original root beers had approximately 0.4% alcohol in them as well. They were right. like the current ones, which have very, very, if n- any alcohol yeah. in them, because they're not brewed the same way. But uh, naturally carbonated. I don't think there's any example of naturally carbonated that you can buy. Ah. Uh, not, the the, not from the <laughs> – Yeah, it's not – 
something you'd see. But if you you know if we had a homebrew, um, which you basically you just need the parts in about three days. Hey Kyle, you're lagging on the root beer. Yeah, Am you're I, yeah. You're lagging board. on the root beer. This one is Rat Bastard. Root oh no, beer. that's the last one. This is the last. That's the one? second to last one. Second to last one. Do you have a Virgil's there? There is. That's a, that's a the pretty popular next? one. I don't know what's in your what's in your reach. We got a couple of everything is in my reach. Why don't we Sea Dog root beer? Let's do that. We don't know anything about this one. Sea Dog root beer has a dog on the front with a sailor's hat on. I know not Sea Dog, and I like my root beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing this store because there's about there was, everybody got all excited. There's about forty different root beers on the shelf. Where's this? Uh, Bev- beverages and more. Oh yes, Bevmo. Yeah, my favorite root beer stop. <laughs> I should pour some in yours. Is oh. there not enough left? There should be one. Thank you. All right, here we go. The Sea Dog. And I'll pour the sea dog into my. Yeah, I didn't get much. That's fine. It's a lot darker than others. <clears throat> so it says old style. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of things on the bottle. It comes from. Well, it's it's from Pugsley Brewing LLC in Portland, Maine. So this traveled far to get to us. Um, its ingredients are water, cane sugar. Caramel coloring, natural and artificial flavors, including wintergreen, anise, vanilla, spices, herbs, citric acid, and sodium benzoate as a preservative. Well, it's not as strong as some of the other ones. Yeah, it's a very, very, very mild. Oh, it's got a good nose, though. So it's a kind of a weird taste. Well, that's probably the wintergreen. Very mild. Like I almost don't taste anything. Wow, that's extraordinarily good. I don't think we have enough cleansing of the palates now that we've had five different <laughs> root beers. Kenji, you're the ex. You're the this one. Yeah, to me, this one's very mild, but it has a very pleasant aftertaste. Yeah. So the kind of the finish of it and the after is well. The way the the best way to describe that it, it finishes clean. Yeah. Right? So there's nothing, there's no linger, there's no, there's nothing, I don't want to scrape my tongue. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just kind of gone. Yeah, very much. But it, its initial flavor is not as, definitely not as intense, I don't think. It well, is a very more mild. It's not bitey. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel like it's carbonated, mm-hmm. almost. I know the other ones, some of the other ones felt like, you know, you could have a little gas. This that one, one has this one has tiny bubbles in it. <laughs> right. Tiny bubbles. Wow. Right, there's no singing. I'm going to have to say the guy who worked the guy who f- f- figured out this recipe, he spent a long time making it. Yeah. Got got his head he got his head down there and made it go. <clears throat> All right. Well, so how long does root beer take to make if you're just going to sit down and start to finish if you're going to Well, if you're going to do it, if you're going to make root beer with extract you're basically done in about an hour from from prepping your your vessels so that they're clean and sanitized to getting the kettle to to go to having all that done. Uh, the boil is going to take 
It's not going to be as long as beer. It's going to be a short boil because you basically just have to dissolve the sugar mm-hmm. into the into the the water. Then you're going to add the different. Uh, you, if you're doing extract, you're just going to dump it in at some point, and the boil's not going to affect it. But if you're going to brew extract or brew root beer by putting in the bark <clears throat> or the the oils or the the uh, the different parts, you want to put those in at various times. Because if you overboil them, they'll taste. They'll change the flavor. If you underboil them, you won't get the. You won't convert the flavor out of them. If you overboil, you'll get you'll get a bitterness to it. Yeah, you can start over. Yeah, yeah. So there is a there is an art to brewing root beer. It's it's much the same way as when you put hops into the beer. Uh, so what's that one I just opened? Boiling brand root beer bottle works. Boiling bottle works. Um, sweetened with pure cane sugar. It's a good sign. If I'm not mistaken, that one's a little more popular back east than yeah. it is out here on the west coast. Boylan's is a is a uh, very popular soda company on the east coast. And it's got an unmistakable black or a dot for its uh, for its. Well, that smells much different than the other ones. Substantial yep. bottle. This yeah, it has a, a very, very different nose. Yeah, I like the smell of this one. How funny is this? They, the the guys have made this bottle specific, and it's modeled after an old school bottle with a with a crown on it, but it's a twist off. Crazy. This gla- <laughs> the glass on this is really heavy. This, this tastes like almost like it's a different type of soda. Yeah, I pick up almost hints of cherry in the nose it says caffeine free uh, cash refund there's a whole bunch of little words there that I can't read no, there's a little there's a little bit of licorice too like the first one we yeah. tasted anise the uh, ingredients are not are not pulled are not out. listed not listed. 1891, it says. Well, I know cherry is one, another flavor that sometimes makes it, that some root beer companies make in their root beer, and that's why I'm picking up that. Yeah, maybe a it maybe has a black cherry yucca extract. Uh, uh, that's for, so the yucca is brought in to to make sure that it has a head, so that it can be foamy when it pours out. Although the only one that's had a head so far has been Kemper, the dads and the Kemper. Right, and Thomas Kemper has always had a nice yeah, but the yucca, the the addition of yucca in the soda is supposed to uh, have let it have a substantial head. Yeah, see, to me, <clears throat> this is not. I wouldn't call this root beer, or at least my traditional the the root beer flavoring that I like now. But I mean, it's it's very different compared to everything else we've tried so far. Yeah, it's faux root beer. Hey, Tom, you want to read the story? This is pretty funny. Yeah, the light's right behind you, right? Oh, let there be light. Ouch. Can we do uh, Virgil's last? Because yeah. that's by far my favorite. Okay. Like <laughs> so what, the bastard's next? This rat bastard root beer <clears throat> All right. is next. So um, hold, when you open that, just hold it for a second. Tom's, Tom's going to read this hilarious story. I'm laughing already. Okay, so <laughs> this is from March 28th of this year. 
Cops bust teens root beer kegger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dozens of high schoolers forced to take breath tests. Okay, so uh, again, that that's the headline. Cars lining the street, a house full of young people, a keg and drinking games inside. Police thought they had an underage boozing party on their hands. Who says boozing party? <laughs> I guess the Associated Press. But though they made dozens of teens take breath teens take breath tests, none tested positive for alcohol. That's because the keg contained root beer. <laughs> the party was held by a high school student who wanted to show that teens don't always drink alcohol at their parties. It has gained fame on YouTube.com. Dustin Zebro, 18, said he staged the party after friends at D.C. Everest High School got suspended from sports because of pictures showing them drinking from red cups. The root beer kegger was to kind of make up, make fun of the school, he said. They assumed there was beer in the cups, or they assumed there was beer in the cups. We just wanted to have some root beer in red cups and make it look like a party. <laughs> but there actually wasn't any alcohol. Zebro purchased a quarter barrel of 1919 classic American draft root beer. And by 10 p.m. Saturday, the scene outside his rural Warsaw home had all the makings of a teen drinking party. Cars, noise, and kids. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Cronin <laughs> Wetter Police Chief Daniel Joling said an officer was dispatched to the home March 1st on a complaint of cars blocking the road. Go down there and get those kids. <laughs> those kids. Juveniles became began coming out of the house after the officer used his squad car's loudspeaker to warn that cars would soon be towed. Everyone inside. The cars will now be towed. Get off the Get babysitter. Out of the car, out of the house, and into your cars. So Get off the babysitter, you. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, officer Rusk, Jason Rasmussen wrote in his report, uh, let's see, nearly 90 breath tests were done, and officers even searched locked, locked rooms for hiding teens. Come out, come out, wherever you are. It was a tremendous waste of time and manpower, but we still had a job to do, and our officers, officers did it, Joe Ling said. If one kid had come there, even hadn't drank there, but had come out there and had been drinking and had left and crashed and burned, then what would, what would the sentiment be? Why didn't the police check everybody out, he said. So that's the story. I'd be more embarrassed to the kids than the police. I think... <laughs> nice work, Kyle. I think that that in some towns, because there's no crime going on, that the cops have nothing better to do anyway. So they're going to go bust the the party, no doubt. This, Boozing. Uh, this rat bastard that I just opened is the first cat that we have that has something written under it, and it says, "We know why the cat is in the hat." <laughs> nice. Mysterious. Oh, thank you. I will say of the lids, I like the dad's one. It stands out very nicely. It's, this is darker than the. <clears throat> yeah, and there's darker no head, than the sea dog. No head on that one. This smells like it has that winter green in it again. Yep. Wow. So the the kids are going to say, you. or the collective is. That we don't like wintergreen in our root beer. I like it. Okay. It's, gives it more of a kick. It smells awesome. Now they definitely this one ha- definitely has an almost an overwhelming sense of that in the nose of it. So. Wow, it's got a really weird middle. 
Like it opens up. It's almost a pucker factor. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how it's right in the middle. It's like it goes away. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it's like the there. it's like the bell curve exposes itself. <laughs> It's, I mean, seriously, it's like, it's like, it's definitely a, it's a little tingly too. Yeah. Right. Kenji's now. making faces. To me, it tastes like I'm drinking menthol. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not my favorite. Well, the burp, the root beer burps are interesting. Well, you have to remember my, you know, my level is, can I put some ice cream in here? Sure. So. It's always going back to ice cream. It is. It's uh, important. It's a high fructose corn syrup one. It's the that bastard. Do you know it it's caffeine? Is it's weird. Oh yeah, too. this is the one that has caffeine in it. I remember that from the notes. This one has ginseng, jasmine, clove. Oh wow, this has all kinds of interesting things in it. Tom has dumped the bastard. Mud dog weed. That's the first one I dumped. Kava like kava. Ginkgo. in that? Goka cola. I'm sorry, Goka cola? Uh-huh. Echinacea, golden seal. This is like a healthy root beer. Why this is there is like- echinacea in it? That's weird. Wait, did you say that kava was in that? Yeah, but I'm not actually reading. I don't see wintergreen listed in it. Yeah, but we're tasting uh, wintergreen. I know, even though it's not listed there. Kava's the national drink in Fiji. I was just there, and it it tastes like dirt water. Um, (laughs) But it's very tingly after you drink it, and you can get semi-drunk on kava. It's like narcotic. If you drink enough of it. And it's their national drink, so it's pretty cool. But it does not taste good at all. Is high fructose corn? Wait, the myth is high fructose corn syrup is not natural. Reality, according to this piece of paper, HFSC table like table sugar and honey is natural. It's made from corn, a natural grain product. Well, see, that's the thing is it's made from. Yeah, see, it's it is in a in a sense a extract of yeah, corn. it's a it's, it's corn extract exactly. That's what it should be called, corn extract. Can I uh, introduce our last beer? Which yes, I sir. It's going to be the best. It's, this is the Virgil's <laughs> root beer. This is my favorite, and it has a wild variety of stuff in it. Virgil's is a superb blend of spices and herbs gathered from the world over. Anise, licorice, vanilla, bourbon, cinnamon, clove, wintergreen, sweet birch, molasses, nutmeg, pimento, berry oil, balsam oil, oil of cassia, and it's gluten free. You gotta love it's gluten free. Gotta love that. Well, for those who are uh, actually uh, have celiac disease, that's a that's an important issue. So please enjoy this <laughs> one because I know I will. We have two of them, so pour away it's recklessly. <clears throat> so where does this come from? Since eighteen or oh. since nineteen sixteen, our family has been making soft drinks it. using Wait, traditional so recipes to create distinctive original flavors. In the past, root beers were brewed from roots and native herbs. These first soft drinks were rich, full-bodied creations, far hardier than today's root beers. Like the original brewers, we use only natural ingredients, which were already listed. Then we brew the ingredients with crystalline water. The result? A rich, creamy root beer with absolutely no preservatives. And then there's a signature... (coughs) 
And then it says the stuff that's in it. And there's an you should look at the smile on Kyle's face right now. Yeah, he's really happy. I'd also like to add, if you like this as much as I do, you can buy this in mini keg form. Yeah, we almost bought one of those. put one he, in your fridge and just drink a bunch. He was like, dude, just get the mini keg. <laughs> I can do the show with that. <laughs> like, why are you getting all these root beers? Like, it's a total waste of time. Just get the mini keg. <laughs> But it's a distinctly different taste, it though, is. too. It's, not, it's almost not wow. a root beer flavor. It's, yeah. it's sweet. And There's like, a lot of caramel in the nose. It smells very, it's very licorice Yeah, okay. I'll get a little bit of that. It has a very rooty flavor. <laughs> it's smooth. You know, it's like the, the Yacht Rock guys. Mm-hmm. With their their smootho meter, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. See, personally, I've never been a fan of Virgil's. To me, it, it's it's almost an off-putting flavor, but that's for my palate. So, to me, it has too much of a almost a citrusy okay. or a root uh, a. I mean, I like the root flavor of root beer, things like that. But for me, this one is it's divergent enough that it's not what I expect when I want a root beer. I mean, it's de- de- definitely... Sit too close to the root? No, no, no. Actually, well, for example, actually my favorites, I, I love root beer. I mean, root beer to me is my drink of choice. Um, and the new drink of choice is actually no longer root beer, but it's very expensive to get. It's Fentiman's Dandelion and Burdock Soda from the UK. But um, So I, I'm very much into different, different flavors. But for me, when I want a root beer, I want it to have more of a, a, a deeper... Uh, Caramel, maybe, or a deeper, that sassafrasy kind of. Kind of like the Thomas Kemper. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Kemper. And to me, Thomas Kemper's is probably my standard. So the thing that's interesting about this is that we've gone from favorite to favorite. It could be also that I like a little, I mean, I don't want an overpowering vanilla flavor. Sure. But I like a little vanilla in there or something, that, or that hint of vanilla. You know, sometimes. it would be interesting to see what we could do to mod these up to get it so that it was more you know drop a take one drop of vanilla extract oh see how that would work yeah of all those i think thomas kemper was the most root beer out of all of them yeah and but the most interesting was probably the the rat bastard with the weird middle yeah the weird middle (laughs) it's weird it's like exploded (laughs) well i wanted to say one of the things that I remember growing up was reading Peanuts comics. And Snoopy was always talking about root beer. It was his drink of choice. And so because, I don't know why, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm three or four or five years old and I'm reading the comics. And so, you know, Snoopy's having root beer. I want to have root beer. And so root beer was one of the, one of the, the things that I got to drink as a, as a, as a kid growing up. Because, uh, excuse me, it was it was accessible, but we used to get our root beer from the A and W, or classic A and W, or the Dog and Suds in the half gallon in the half gallon to go, and we'd get it home and dump ice cream in the glass and put root beer on the top, and there it was root beer floats. Well, you know, I didn't have root beer root beer very uh, very much growing up but the one time that I or the times that I did have it 
were uh, I would be at Great America Parkway, which is an amusement park down in Santa Clara. Yeah. And what they used to do is they would sell it for a nickel, a glass, for like an hour every day. They wouldn't. They would sell it out of this one store, and so people would be lining up around the block to get their root beer for a nickel. Wow. It's a nickel root beer. And it was probably a 12-ounce. Yeah. I want to, you know, the other thing that's interesting about root beer versus all the other sodas is that root beer is the is one of the one of the drinks that you traditionally don't put ice in. Yeah. Well, and actually, so I mean, when I go to a place, especially a place that brews their own root beer, like a, a brew pub or a microbrewery, and they put ice in that root beer, mm-hmm. I'm offended because I'm like, <laughs> wait, you just spent this time brewing this beautiful root beer, and now you're putting ice in it. It's like putting ice in something that, like normal like beer. Pu- it's <laughs> like putting ice in wine. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And oh, I know plenty I mean, of people that do that. Well, you know, some Chardonnays really need the, the extra ice to get it. You know what? Now, for me, the thing about Virgil's, I can see putting a blob of vanilla ice cream in there because the flavor of it is quite unique. The vanilla ice cream would offset Virgil's very nicely. Well, see, then you're adding the vanilla that you're missing. Exactly. The vanilla that, even though it has vanilla in it, it's the vanilla I'm missing that I think the vanilla ice cream in here would make a great. Kyle was going on and on about dropping dropping, uh, ice cream in Virgil's. See, that I could see. I could easily see putting ice cream and making a root beer float out of Virgil's. Yeah, that would be delicious. Just all around yummy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to go around the table. Favorite root beer tonight, starting with Kyle. I'd go with Virgil's. I mean, the Thomas Kemper was more root beery. If you're going for just a root beer, that was the best one, I think. But a better drink, I'd say, is Virgil's. Plus, it comes in a meat keg. So much fun. <laughs> Jordan. Get your refrigerator. I'll exactly. You're five liter ready to go. Um, I mean, some of them I couldn't even classify as root beer, but I'm going to say Kemper was the best root beer and Rat Bastard was the coolest. Just weird taste. It was like, what is going on in my mouth right now? <laughs> right on. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to say that's what she said. It's just, <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> Uh, Kenji. Well, for me, uh, Thomas Kemper is kind of my standard. Your go-to, it's your go-to go- root beer. It's my go-to root beer. Everybody's got a go-to beer, but yep. Kenji's got a go-to, go-to root, root beer. beer. Um, and probably the other, because I want that, root, when I'm looking for root beer, I want that root beer flavor. Uh, Dad's I also like. Mm-hmm. I think Dad's is a good root beer. Now, I will say, I really like the, um, uh, what was it, that sarsaparilla. Yeah, I thought was... that actually had a very good flavor to it. So if you want a nice alternative, I thought that was good, very good myself. So I'm on board with the uh, the Kemper. If I'm going to have a if I'm going to have a root beer float, definitely the Kemper. And I'm also with the granddaddy of all root beers here, the uh, Sioux City. That's the one I like the best. I mean, I was surprised because I'm a big dad's I'm a big dad's aficionado. I like the dads, but. Uh, these two put that one to shame. Mr. Foster, what was your selection? Nebraska Johnny. As they call me on the other show, Nebraska John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I'm going to have to say the thing that I didn't like at all. I'm going to call it out because nobody nobody said anything. And that was <clears throat> Henry Weinhardt's. You liked it or did I didn't not? like oh, it. No, no. That was the one that was out of all of them was my least favorite. I used to buy it back in the day when sure. it was an al- one of the only alternatives I could find. But I haven't bought it in such a long time now because they changed the flavor enough from when I first started use, or first drank it that mm-hmm. I don't like it anymore. So then, my favorite of the of the things we've tried today was the dads. Uh, that was that's the thing that's the root beer that I most remember. You know, it's really smooth in the middle, um, not super bitey, just. All around, uh, the the color, the feet, the mouth feel, the actually, and the way that the it ha- retained a head on the top of the glass. Well, and what's interesting is that all of them had a pretty distinctive taste. So I think if you put, uh, you know, some kind of a a bag over the top of the and did a taste test, you could yeah. probably, right, you know, iron out which ones which one was which. Pretty much, yeah. You could do a tasting of a blind tasting and go, ah, sea dog. Oh. <laughs> uh, rat bastard. Is this the glass with all the? That's the glass. Yeah. Stuff? Are you gonna try it? I was going to. I was just making sure it was the one. Like, <laughs> this is the, the suicide. This is the glass with all the extra beer, the root beer that people just put in the middle. Discard it. Try it's gonna it. be like God's root beer in there. Well, so you have to get. What does this? Yeah. What does, what does it, it smell, smell like? It's it's more of the the root beer with the hint of wintergreen in it because uh, I think um, and if Kyle goes off the air I, I've taken him to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm thinking this could either like kill me or like be the best root beer in existence and we'll never be able to make it again alright he's not making a face he's making that tasty that tasty look that that almost is like each of them canceled each other out and doesn't really taste that like, <laughs> um, like anything. It like a, taste a really, really bland, just plain <laughs> root beer. Just like there's like almost no like distinctive flavor. Uh, but how much the Weinhardt's got dumped in that glass compared Lots. to everything else? <laughs> yeah, drop a lot of yeah, that was that was the uh, sad for the Weinhardt's. I say we pass this around. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Jordan's not. Uh, uh, you know what? Try it's, it. Got to try it. Got to take one for the team. <laughs> okay, here it goes. I'm, I'm going in. Good luck with that. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just was reading the Henry Weinhardt's label. A gourmet soda hand-finished with natural and artificial flavors. Yeah. Okay, you, you, you tout that on your label. I'm sorry. Well, they have to, right? Yeah. They have They have to say that it's art. I mean, that's part of the labeling. The labeling laws that you have to. No, I know, I know. But, I know, but don't you put that in the in the fine on the print? Side, yeah, I mean they make it sound like, and we use wonderful artificial flavors. Now I can see that you, <laughs> you know, they're well, trying to some go, flavors are wonderful, yeah. artificial. No, but I think you bury that in your marketing campaign there. Yeah, Henry Weinhardt, the true rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true rat bastard. <laughs> the true rat bastard. Well. um... Kenji, what did we miss? 
There's some. There's so oh, many things to try. There's so many root beers out there. I, I mean, I've actually, I've really come to like a lot of uh, brew pubs micro brew uh-huh. root beers. Well, there's locally, Twenty One A, Magnolia, yep. Thirsty Bear. Yes, Thirsty uh, Bear. Actually, I really like. Yeah, Thirsty they, they do a very good job yep. there. Um, there's a ton of root beers out there. Um, now, even though it's not root beer, I do recommend if you can find Fentiman Soda. The Burdock and Dandelion is quite amazing. It's a brewed or brewed soda, I should say, not a root beer. And where can you get that in the city? Um, I've not actually found it in San Francisco yet. I've only found it even in a couple bars in New York on occasion. That's where I first had it. I've been actually thinking about ordering a case of their different, because they brew all these different sodas. So I've been thinking about ordering a case of their different sodas just to have friends try it. What's the flavor like? Um, the, it, the Burdock and Dandelion one is close to a root beerish kind of style but it's it's unique um it's probably one of my favorite beverages right now when i can get it <laughs> but um also there's a i mean bevmo has a ton of great you know micro brewed sodas so right <clears throat> yeah, maybe we just, should be a you know a phantom is distributor out here in california yeah well i've thought about it it's actually uh it's crossed my mind possibly doable <laughs> yeah well and then and the thing is we picked root beer because it's beer has beer in the name <laughs> but there's some amazing sodas Yep. That are being made around the country, around the world, even. Yeah, in fact, sodas on this weird, like microbrewed sodas are becoming a trendy thing suddenly. It's way easier to brew than beer. The ingredients you have one less of. Uh, you don't have to. Nat- you don't have to naturally carbonate. You can use a uh, uh, push CO two into the into the mix. Um, you know, and there's. It's not just the trend. I mean, people want to have a better product, mm-hmm. right? They want to have <clears throat> something that's handmade, that's hand-picked, that's hand-flavored even, not like that. But the idea is is that, you know, the the craft... You are very witty, sir. <laughs> yes. I missed that. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it almost it almost got away. Like. If I wouldn't have stopped, you wouldn't have laughed. <laughs> I don't think stopped. I don't remember. Rewind, rewind. No, yeah. But the idea is is that is that the world wants a better product, right? <laughs> and they're willing to pay for it. And so people are responding with that with with by making better products. Mm-hmm. And it's not just beer. It's cows and chickens and and the grain we eat, pork and rinds, pork oh. rinds, pork <laughs> rinds. No, it's all of it's all these all these things that we can have better if we just take care of the animals while while they're growing up, or or use better products on our soda. Mm-hmm. How did we get to chickens? <clears throat> Long way around to chickens. <clears throat> no, it's the organic thing. It's the the, hi- the idea of of organic food and food that's that's not manufactured. You know what I just realized? What's that? Thomas Kemper's out of all, we, all the ones we tried is the only one that has honey in it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep, we talked we about that. that. I don't know if it's cold, but we have ice left. Uh, Here we have all the uh, bottle caps over there now. We're all set. Well, there's an interesting fact. Root beer is actually 3% of oh, the entire soda one. market. Well, we found one? It's in the can, that uh, one way down oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get that one it out. It's covered by the ice. No, get that one this out. This is our first can root beer. It's Hansen's Creamy Root Beer. Right. It's made with cane sugar. It's in this big sign on the front. So It's in a, it's in a, uh, in a can. 
This is a nice surprise, Kyle. Ah, look at the head on it. Yeah, it's proper. It has nice foam at the top. This glass doesn't make it the, do, do very well, though. I almost, I almost expected it to come out of there clear. <laughs> <laughs> a clear root beer. Crystal root beer. Oh, wait. They tried things like that already, didn't they? That's quite good. Ooh, oh, nice. I like it. Look at that. Nice, nice. It's got a weird finish, though. In my... Bonus beer. Bonus beer. It's creamy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if being in a can affects it. Shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. It's actually a better package than bottles. Uh, pick up the Boylan's bottle. It's right there in front of you. See, I feel how heavy that is. Mm-hmm. Now, then pick up one of the cans. The bottle weighs as much as the whole product. So, from an environment point of view, that we're basically going to throw that piece of glass away instead of recycling it. Recycle. Recycle. No, no, no. But the thing is, is that a lot of the country, a lot of the world doesn't. Yeah. So that bottle goes off into the into the landfill, never to get used or or crushed ever again. So, so the so that you know the smell is a little bit is closer to the Kemper, but the aftertaste. It's birch. Oh, it's birch. That's what we're tasting. That's what we're tasting. <clears throat> and it also helps the treat it's the nose of it a little bit. It does have sassafras in here. Right, did we talk about yet how root beer can ah, no. is allowed uh, to have oh, any interesting. ingredients in it? There's no standard <clears throat> Oh yeah we didn't we kinda of forgot to talk about that. How there's like I, I was talking to you today about this that there's like no root beer federation that any soda <laughs> that any soda can call themselves a root beer. There's no one ingredient that every root beer has, and it's just that's right. You can leave you out. Can, there needs to be a federation. I was like, well, we should start soda the root, be like, beer a root beer association. Be like orange soda. I think you should be the president, president of the, of the federation, the root beer federation. Right, well, we're yes. gonna get your domain for you. The, the RBF. The R. You know the the RFBF, United Federation of of. All oh, right, so the RBRB. The RFRB, that's it. United Federation of Root Beer. I like Root Beer Association of America. Arba. Arba. <laughs> hmm. So I, I nominate you to be the president. Yeah. We all will need a position. So any of you root beer makers out there, send me a yeah. bottle of yours. A and of Virgils. I'll say if you're a qualified root beer or not. You heard it here first. Wow, awesome! Okay, you, you just a, you just gave yourself a job for life. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty fun job, tasting a bunch of root beer, unless they're really crappy. Don't bring me crappy soda, people. No, the thing is, is that you're <laughs> no, you've you've opened yourself up for being the measurer root of root beer, <laughs> right? Every beer root beer is going to be measured by you so and be have, deemed like, as root beer. Cesspool of beer. Well, and, and the but thing, so then what you'll have to do is you'll have to travel the country to taste the different root beers in each bar. I yeah. would have to do that. You'll, oh, that's oh. tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Giant root size uh, or shaped. Really, Your first assignment is Thirsty Bear, right? 
thirsty bear. It's on the way home, actually. Yeah, I only carry stream. my special root beer mug. It must be cooled <laughs> to exactly. <laughs> That's right. Ice, so that ice is formed. So uh, one of the things that a lot of people, when they're having root beer, they have the icy glass that pulls uh, that up. That's actually a nice touch. I love actually. That's the old A&W back in the yeah, day. Frozen glass. Glass mug that was frozen. They poured that in. Oh, yeah. that was good. So good. Um, for the beer guys, not such a good idea. A frozen glass yeah. really doesn't always equate to a better beer. But a frozen glass and a root beer, mm. nothing finer. Yep. Um, and, okay, so now it's this, the, the best part about beer school is? Homework. homework. The homework. homework. The homework. The homework is root beer. Root beer. So, um, because we're nationwide and worldwide, we don't know all of the local root beers that are near you. I mean, we have a lot of them. We had 45 at our at our crazy store. That was just one store. Um, and I think we got a pretty good sampling, but I know we forgot a bitter because they didn't have that there. A bitter being the the root beer from Louisiana. Uh, and I know that we didn't get the... There's no A&W. There's no A&W, but I don't know that there's proper A&W anymore. Uh, there's no Barks. We don't have what? Barks. Recently. I found bottled A&W. You did? Yes. Whoa. There's no um, Barks. Barks. Barks with bite. Yeah, exactly. Their website's actually pretty cool. And they have a podcast about root beer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> John just rolled his eyes. No. <laughs> I thought, no, I thought it was kind of... Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> no, actually. So now, if you have a root beer, do you email the federation? So, yeah, Is that you what you do? Email the federation and tell them that you like or don't like the root beer. Yeah, I think off to start through your email. So exactly. Email so so uh, info at beerschool.com with the root beer notes. Um, I'm going to say this. The homework is this. It's a little bit more complicated than it normally is. But get you and the kids together, get a mess of root beer, and have a root beer party. Do a side-by-side-by-side-by-side, by side by side by side, and don't forget the ice cream. I have an additional one. Okay. Find a local brew pub that does a brewed root beer. Right. Because you will get a different experience by having a brewed root beer that a local brew pub will do. Sure. Some of them are very bland, some of them are very spicy, but it's well worth it seeking is. out. So that's the homework part B. Oh, we forgot the IBC, I think that's is. The IBC, yeah. We, we were sitting right there in front of us. Why didn't we grab one of those? I don't know. Fail, Kyle. <clears throat> you were there, too. Look, we have enough, we have enough root beer. We, we did just fine. I'm just saying. All right. So you got your homework. You got a bunch of root beer to try. And the only thing – we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is – I got to cue you guys. All right. <laughs> We have to say all class dismissed at the same time. Okay. So we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is class, class dismissed. dismissed. Oh, that's nice. Usually it's class dismissed. Have <laughs> you been drinking beer all Pretty much. Yeah, it's more rowdy. so you yell it. Yeah. So, you have, Kyle, you're how old? I'm 16. You're 16, right on. And uh, you're beer, uh, root beer aficionado. Right. And the president of the federation. And the president of the federation of root beer. Yepers. And your and your brother, your brother Jordan is. You're just now going to college. I'm Eighteen, yeah. Just moved in. Congrats to Jordan. Right on. Well, this root beer will be below you at some point. 
You can. There's lots. Okay, that's it. Oh, wait, you know what? Normally I would say, hey, kid, but kids are here. 